Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular episode, we actually talk all about reality television. Guys, don't we? believe it or not, it's I would say 90% reality television talk. We have a fantastic guest on the show today, Russ Stevens. He's an improviser. I perform with him once a month at the Creek in the Cave at a show called Pig Pile, the third Thursday of every month, 8 p.m., Long Island City, Queens. You can catch us performing. He's in an improv team for uh, called Priest and the Beekeeper, and I am a stand-up comedian, as you guys know, and I host the shows along with my buddy Zach Sims. It's a lot of fun. We actually have an episode, a show coming up this Thursday, uh, our January edition, our first edition of 2020. Check that out. It's for free, 8 p.m. It's one of my favorite shows to perform on, which uh, reminds me, you should have me on the show soon. Yeah, you can probably do this Thursday if you'd like. Oh, well, there you go. You know what I love is that um, he is a not only a reality television fan, but like an international reality television fan this guy knows a lot about british reality some australian but we talk a lot about british reality and he fills in the gaps he's a love island super fan he helps me and ashley um along with possibly dipping back into love island folks i don't think possibly i think that we are committed to season three nick you're gonna hear all about that uh, uh after the break uh but first you know uh last night ashley and i had maybe one of our most Brooklyn experiences of all time. Guys, it was so cool. And I had no idea what I was getting involved in. Nick, he has his fingers in like some sort of um, cool pies. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say cultural pots. You're you're always mixing you you always bring things to my attention that I would not have found out about otherwise. And you just told me there was gonna be music in a church and that I would like it and we should go. And I was like, okay, cool, let's do it. Um, but I didn't really know what it was. There's this thing called Ambient Church, and it's an event that I guess there's been 24 other ones, so says the man who puts it on last night. Basically, in the United Methodist Church of Bushwick, in Bushwick, Brooklyn, a short 20 minutes walk away from our apartment, uh, these promoters- Or a 10-minute bike ride. Yeah, it was beautiful Holler last night. We took a bike. To city bike. I forgot how much I love you. So good. So good. And uh, so Ashley and I went to this thing, and um, it was just these ambient performers- performing ambient music if you Basically, know what that is you were beamed aboard a spaceship okay and you went on a crazy inward slash outward slash metaphysical journey through sound and visuals there was pr- these things being projected on the side of the church it was dark full of people okay first off the element of a crowd definitely adds a level of um, energy and then all these visuals being projected on the side of the walls and then a man just played playing a flute it was truly intense and relaxing at the same time yeah they it's like they have like a laser show going on with like these images projected on the church walls um on the ceiling uh there were three performers um uh i believe the performer the first one is named jab um you can look him up on instagram j-a-b and it's like with like a flute playing with a flute it was insane and then his visuals were all nature yeah you're like walking through like the forest oh my god uh 
Anna Roxanne, I believe, is the name of the second performer. An angel with a voice of wind chimes. And uh, she was just singing, like she used her voice as almost like the ambient music. And she she played live bass to it. And it was... And her visuals were like giant close-ups of the full moon. Yes, it was And then the ocean, black and white in the ocean. And it's the sort of thing where like after the performer is done, you look to the person next to you and you're like, what were you thinking about? What, what was yeah. going through your mind? And then Nick was like, I don't know, work. Yeah, I was thinking of work and I was thinking about this podcast today. And then he was like, <laughs> what were you thinking about? And I was like, Disney. Yeah, <laughs> it was wild. Um, and then uh, the featured performer, the headliner for the e- evening was a legend in new age slash ambient music. Um, and it was a man named Don Sleepian, and he has a an epic piece of work called Sea of Bliss, which was performed for the first time live last night in yeah. the church in Brooklyn. Apparently, it was a big deal. We didn't even realize that this was going to be happening. And this guy was an older guy. He t- he was the only person that spoke a little before. He was the only person over forty. I yeah. feel like safe to say. And so he came in and he said that like forty years ago he was wor- forty years ago forty years ago he was working in Bell Labs as the like musician working on this piece of technology which was basically like one of the first synthesizers yeah it really sounds like a classics 80 synth with also like a glockenspiel like a lot of bells sounding things yeah it's what the 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 piano he was working at and he said that he created this piece of work and it was i guess it was uh, performed or played for somebody somewhere, but millions of people heard it at one point and they really enjoyed it. And then he said, then for about 40 years, everybody forgot about it. And now he's back and here he is in Bushwick performing this It was thing. so cool. And the visual artist who had been like um, hooked up with him, I guess, because it, it did seem like that particular uh, slideshow was special. Well, actually, because I've been listening to Sea of Bliss ever since we bought these tickets, the initial what his images initially were was the artwork for Sea of Bliss. Oh. So if you see the artwork for the album, you'll know, or whatever it's like it was. like pastel shapes, yes. and then they're merging into water bottle, um, water bobbles. Water bubbles. Water bobbles. <laughs> <laughs> what is a water bobble? And then like some seagulls fly by. Yes, it was a sea of bliss, really. Yeah, um, truly. But it was, uh, here, Ash, I'll show you. You see, that is that is the okay. image. And it kind of like a deconstructedness yeah. of that playing. And it was really wonderful. It was so rad. It, it was an incredible experience. Um, I feel like it brought us together closer as a couple. And then further apart. And then, and then it really, it's interesting though, and I'm only saying this because this is our podcast and we say everything that is true and honest on our podcast. As incredible of an experience as it was, it was also an illustration as to how other people can bother us. Yes. All of a sudden, people started camping out like these All two slovenly sudden, sons of bitches. Nick and I, we <laughs> did a great job of getting like a, a like a seat up front. In a pew. Yeah. So I would say, I don't know, what do you think? There's 300? A lot, yeah. 500 people there. It was packed. This it was a huge church. It was fully packed. Two levels. Um, Nick and I, we scooted in. We were very lucky, and we got seats up close. 
because someone had been sitting there and then they had moved. Right. And so when we got there, um, I was just like, wow, this is incredible. We have these seats. I feel bad for those other people. And then the dude who was hosting it was like, you guys up there, you can move down here and sit in the aisles. And I was like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> what? And I was like, okay, well, you know what? Everyone deserves to be closer. But I didn't realize the people who were sitting in the aisles were going to be like laying down there, like sleeping with blankets, yeah, like next to my feet. Now, they were sleeping, and I, honestly, I smelled a diaper with pee Nick in it. Nick kept saying someone smells like a diaper. <laughs> with pee in it. It smelled like a hospital when these people showed up. I, I don't know what it was, but it, it annoyed me. Took me out of it slightly. I just had a hard time because at one point I had to go to the bathroom, and I'm like stepping over bodies. Yes. Now- For it, $50 tickets, it you're was, stepping over bodies. It was interesting because, yes, this was an incredible concert, but also, I would say- 25% of the people at the concert were sleeping. A lot of people it, it were sleeping. It was a sleepy experience. There are no lights on in the whole building except for the projections and some spots. I don't know how anyone could fall asleep, though, because the projection, like, sure, it was in the dark, but the projections were so immersive. Like, it felt like you were on Soarin' or something. It felt like a ride. It was a wild time, but I would say that I thought, I think I may have fallen asleep for just a second. What? These were dulcet tones, Ashley. These yeah. were lullabies, especially our, our, our uh, you know. The sea of Bliss. Sea of Bliss is basically a lullaby. It did, it did feel like something you could fall asleep to. What we found interesting was like every I, time, oh, go well, ahead. Well, I was going to say it's ambient music. I don't think that there's, I think it's it makes sense and purposeful that ambient this thing that you take to go to sleep and ambient music are the same word. Babe, I would much. never have put that together. So You're so smart. It, 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 this is something that's supposed to just be immersive, on in the background, unintrusive, and, and, and really soothing. And but that's what it was. Something that happened was, of course, there's a chorus of coughs in between. Of course there's a chorus <laughs> there's of coughs. A, a chorus of coughs in between each new, um, <laughs> each new song. You remember that from when we went to go see the symphony? I don't know what it is about these people. But and it was the same time of year, you know, you yeah. know in January, February, cold time. cold time. But as soon as like, you know, they're like, OK, and here comes your next performer and we're beginning <laughs> now. And, all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> and it's like, what is going on? Yeah. Also, this was another thing that was incredible. You hear people drop their phones on the ground like 25 times. Well, that's what I was going to break up. That's what I was going to bring up because it sounded like you came up with this theory today because we kept hearing people's phones drop. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? And then you were like, those people were falling asleep. Yeah. You ever fall asleep with your phone in your hand? And then all of a sudden it's just like, it. W this wakes you up. That's what you heard, I would say, about three or four times a performance yeah. last night. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of understand because uh, it's happened to me. And I was like, oh, these people are falling asleep. Because I would look around. Every once in a while, I would pull myself away from the performance and the and the images. And I'd look around to see what was going on around me. And I would see like the guy around me just like with his hands in his head and he's just looking straight down at his feet or the woman sitting next to you, Ashley, she at one point just had her, she was just had her head down and her she like curled up into a ball yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. And then people started to leave at the end. It yeah. was long. It was it over was three hours. So people started to leave and then 
benches and pews started to kind of free up. And then you'd see just a guy laying out on a bench. Yeah. It kind of was like a very sort of a bohemian experience towards the end. What about the guy who was hosting it? Who was like, okay, guys, uh, can we all like, I don't know, like take a deep breath? Yeah. Like, okay, the count. Okay, I'm, we're going to take a breath together. Okay. And like, he was just like, I just want to thank everybody for being here. And uh, Well, the uh, one thing that he said that was incredible, and there was no irony in this guy's voice. This is these, this guy puts on ambient shows in a church, like a ambient shows in a church. In LA and New York. So like he's for doing a few it. years. Yeah. And it's a big thing. And a lot of people like it. And he's like the ambient guy. He's and, making a living off of yes, it. Yes. And so. so he was like, guys, we have a lot of, a lot of, and first of all, everybody very whispering in the microphone that was like, hey guys. And then like the performers, except for Don at the end, Don Sleepy and everybody else just was introduced. They start performing. And at the end they go, thank you. And then just walk <laughs> off and then applause. This guy, so he comes up the promoter and he's like, we have a lot of great performances and shows coming up. Folks, in two weeks, we have the Theremin Appreciation Society of Brooklyn, an eight-piece theremin orchestra. Folks, they are performing the works of Kraftworks and Brian Eno. Uh, yeah, I think you're going to want to get tickets to that. Like, it was... <laughs> Oh my God! Eight theremins playing Brian Eno and Kraftwerk. Yeah, I think I you're going to want to get tickets to that. Uh, and honestly, I was like, I'm going to want to get tickets to that, baby. That seems awesome. And I was like, What's a theremin? And then Nick did a little hand gesture. Where I was, was like, like Doodly doot. And you're like, Oh, I know what it is. Do you know what it is? It's when it's an electric. It's electronic, yes, and you're, you're breaking up like mm -hmm. things. It it's like the notes. nerdiest instrument. It's of like all a harp. It's, it's like an electronic harp, yeah. kind of. Uh, and uh, yes, they're eight pieces playing Kraftwerk and Brian Eno. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to want to get tickets to that. Um, you know, but it uh, seems like they're picking it up in 2020. We got Stephen Roach performing in a in a church in, in, in Bushwick. And I like how when we entered it, it felt like um, there was like a, a apocalyptic sort of feeling to it uh -huh. because the first part of it was like, would you like a samosa? Would you like some kombucha? There's CBD, like, samosas, and kombucha yeah. was what you were selling there. CBD oil, kombucha, no and No wonder samosas. it smelled like a pissy diaper. These people were hippie, hippie hipsters. Lots of tables put throughout nick immediately was like it smells like a church <laughs> it did smell like a church because they were saging the place yeah they were saging and frankincensing the place yeah. <laughs> and um yeah just it felt all, there was like a soup kitchen vibe yes. to it uh -huh. um but then everyone filed in and it was just massive amounts of people mm. like at first nick and i were gonna walk there i don't know why we changed our mind we ended up um hopping we, we hopped on well we were gonna get there right at eight yeah. if we walked and we hopped on some city bikes which took our uh, travel time down from 30 to 10 minutes yes and thank goodness we did because we got those seats i think what it was i didn't want to show up sweaty but then when i went outside and realized how gorgeous of a night it was I guys was like, by the way it's april in new york right now yeah, i don't know what it's like it's, in the rest of the world it's but. weird um, uh, it's weirdly the nicest Sunday, like of the last like eight months. Yeah. Um, well, today. I mean, really, I four mean, months. you have you been outside today? Yeah. yeah. No, you haven't. <laughs> yeah. Get outside today. I've it's been outside. No, you haven't. I've been outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like late in the day, folks. It's a Sunday we're recording this. Um, anyway, we had a fantastic time. Listen, we recorded like an hour and 15 minutes with our guests. Yeah. Last, so we don't want to take you away from that. We don't want to overwork your earlobes. That's not where we hear from. Eardrums. Yeah. Um, so we're going to jump right into that. We well, talk before we jump into yeah, that, go ahead, Nick, go ahead. we need to say that we did start a Patreon in 2020. Oh, my God. We started a Patreon. 
our first episode dropped on the first of the month, and it was about our resolutions. Um, there's going to be behind-the-scene content. Yes. There's going to be stickers. And then we have another episode dropping on. This week, it should be the. We're gonna try for the first and the fifteenth. Um, so we, uh, this week the fifteenth drops. I guess that's Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. Sounds right. Or whatever. I think it's Wednesday. Sometime this week, our second Patreon episode is gonna drop, and uh, we have a lot of fun planned for that. Please just go to Reality Blow. Oh no, excuse me, Patreon.com forward slash reality blows uh five bucks a month gets you two extra episodes of us a a month plus you get a sticker and by the way we're gonna mail our first round of stickers out in the next couple of days so if you've already signed up you're gonna get your goddamn sticker soon and that's exciting i'm excited um, i can't wait to get my sticker and every sticker every uh envelope with a sticker will get, get a strand of ashley's hair oh my god uh, should we start doing that no Would that make people not want to sign up but we will make lily kiss every <laughs> single yes. envelope you'll She's be covered kiss. in lily kisses lily kisses um and also rate our podcast five stars on the apple podcast you guys app. know we love it and everywhere else we want to make sure people can see this podcast and that uh, gets a lot of views and downloads and listens and uh guys enjoy this incredible chat we have with our friend russ because um the man knows his reality and it was so much fun. We, I had to cut us off at the end. I know. I wanted to say like more. Guys, are you watching X on the Peak? Okay, write us if you are because yeah. I'm obsessed with this show. And we ended up talking. We did a good uh, chunk on yes. X on the Peak. But I was realizing, I was like, I could talk about X on the Peak for hours. And we will because we're midway through the season. So at the after we talk all about Russ's um, you know, intro to reality and he gives us a primer on British reality. He we, really gets us good. We're all caught up on X on the the peak as of this week so um we, he is as well and we talk all about that at the end of this episode so um we're happy to present this to you and we hope you enjoy it so uh, we'll be right back with our great guest russ stevens stay listening stay listening stay yeah i guess that works <laughs> keep listening stay <laughs> listening Hello and welcome back with our wonderful guest, Russ. Russ, thank you for being on our show, man. Thanks for having me. Um, we were we almost did an entire podcast before this podcast about reality for real? TV. Really? We need yeah. Well, well with you. With you. We just oh, <laughs> we're asking you questions. <laughs> we just like uh started talking reality and it just became um almost to the point where I had to cut us off and go, what the fuck? <laughs> we we're we're doing what I want. I know. This is what I want. I know. Um, so, uh, let's just jump right back into what we were talking about. Russ, sure. I want to know you how do... you got involved. Yeah. You got to talk directly into it because they're it. not the best mics in the world. Hey, don't talk down Sorry. about these mics. <laughs> they cost me $48 <laughs> seven years ago. Um, so, uh, okay, Russ, uh, you watch uh, a shit ton of reality. Would yep. you consider it a shit ton? Um, Yes, I watch a shit ton of television in general, but a lot of reality. Right. And uh, I want to know how you got started in reality. What was the first reality show that you would consider technically reality television? That would be, uh, what's the real world with Ruthie? The uh, Ooh, Hawaii? Hawaii. Hawaii. I yeah. think it was Hawaii. I yes. was a big Entertainment Weekly guy at the time. <laughs> I was 12. What does that mean? Oh, you would watch it, the show, the Entertainment Weekly show. No, I would, the, the, I would like get the magazines. The magazine. I would oh, buy them at 7-Eleven. And <laughs> there was an article about why the real world season seven was going to be the best season ever. That was the one where they developed the mics that you could wear when you were naked because yes. of Ruthie. Right. And I was like, oh, well, 
I gotta watch that. I wait. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. They developed those mics on that season that for season. Ruthie because she wouldn't keep her clothes on. Mm-hmm. That was was tech on that season. That was tech because they were jumping naked into the swimming pool all the time. Yeah. I remember some shower scenes as well. Yep. I mean, uh, that's crazy. I did not know that. So yeah. in the the EW issue was mm-hmm. talking about these microphones, or yeah, did they you were find like, it out later? These microphones are so sick. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I gotta watch that show. Those wow. are the ones that kind of look like little puka, uh, like yeah. little like. Uh, so wait, were you drawn in by the idea of new technology, or <laughs> or people not wearing clothes? <laughs> Both. Okay, gotcha. Like new technology and also no clothes, and I'm 12, and I don't know what MTV will or won't show at the time. Yes. But I mean, MTV did seem scandalous in middle school. Undressed? Yeah. Oh, my God. Totally. Undressed. Then there was that, what was it? Room Raiders. Room Raiders, yeah. Oh, yeah. Under, underwear drawers. <laughs> yeah. And putting black lights black on light. beds. Yeah. Um, also, remember, was it Spider Games? Was that like the one that was like after Undressed? Um, and it. Why does that? That's there in was, my memory. It was bank. another like 11 p.m. drama style a television show that MTV tried to do. And I believe one of the women who were on um, Salute Your Shorts, Dina, was actually on this show. Wait, what was Who the was show? one of my first crushes of all time. Well, how did it work? I don't it remember It was this. another like they were in college and it was kind of like a dramatic show. It wasn't as scandalous was as Was it undressed. scripted? Yes, it was scripted. Oh, okay, gotcha. This is driving me insane. It, well, well, this is not the show for it, but I mean, we're talking scripted television. But just to let you know, uh, email us if you guys know what I'm talking about. And if anybody else had a crush on Dina from Salute Your Shorts, let me know. Nick, you had so many crushes. Well, she was another brunette. Oh Sorry to tell you God. that. Sorry to tell you that. I find out now <laughs> after we're engaged. Um, so, okay. So your first one was the real world, Hawaii specifically? Hawaii specifically. And then there was no way to go back in time. Right. Then. So I just was like, all right, I'm sticking to the show. And I watched New Orleans and the rest of them. Yes. And then the real world road rules challenges. Yes. And road rules, which was actually the best reality show ever made it was mm. great now you can watch the first couple on youtube they have the first two seasons on uh-huh. youtube wait why do you say that i liked real world a lot it was my entryway but road rules they were doing stuff they were doing something uh... they were, like i liked that it was all the drama of the real world but they were also doing stuff and yeah. i found out that doing stuff creates more drama yes, yes. so road rules to me was like the perfect show and I would imagine once the real world road rules challenge started to heat up after the first cup, maybe after challenge 2000 or whatever, when they dropped yeah. the real world road rules part of it, that's the doing stuff. Plus you get the drama of the real world characters. Plus, I mean, this is why I think I love it. And this is why I like housewives and stuff. There's history between a lot of these oh, cast absolutely. members. So it's not a fresh, you know, amazing race for the most part. You're getting a fresh group of people. You got to learn who they are throughout the seasons. Right. And then eventually towards the middle of the season, you're like, oh, these two people hate each other. They're running. You already have that going in. Nick yeah. loves the backstory. You know, everybody hates oh. Tanya. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like if Tanya and Robin are on the same season, you're like, they're probably going to fight. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. So, um, okay. So Hawaii was your stepping stone. Mine was. And, and it's interesting that you say, about like you couldn't go back in time i remember it was thanksgiving like maybe it was black friday or something i was off from school sitting watching tv they had a they did a um um what do you call it when they show all of them marathon of boston <laughs> and it was to set up for new orleans like they were showing like okay. all of them wait boston had 
Montana, Cyrus, oh, Cyrus. Um, that and then uh, and then so it was like an entire run of that, and then it was like to prom- to promote. I believe Seattle was coming up next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got ho- and then I watched Seattle, and that's where you have like Steven slaps Irene. You know, Irene's got uh, um, Lyme's disease. Yep. Um, you know, there's all these things going on. Seattle was incredible. Seattle was crazy. You have uh, remember David? He falls in love with the uh, producer. producer. Yes. Of the show. They're like screaming. At, he's screaming. It was I love two you guys in a truck. who were in the army, and yeah, they, they were like were... in the, mm-hmm. the yeah the something the Marines ROTC. or something. Yes, something together. It was a uh, Nate, Nate and David. I yeah. believe were the two yeah. guys. So um, yeah, that's how I got hooked because I was just watching them all, and I was like, oh, "What is this? I love." Uh, but Boston was great because I remember there wasn't much drama on Boston, but one time they were like they were in charge of some children for like after school program, and they went to like some art like exhibit with kids and like Montana and like Cyrus got drunk on wine with kids and like everybody got really <laughs> oh upset that they got drunk on wine at this like art event with uh, kids. I want to say that like Ruthie is such an important character in my uh, reality television history because she was the, I guess Puck was the first and then Ruthie where I was like, oh, this is what a reality television star is. Yes. This is someone that's incredibly watchable, mm-hmm. highly dynamic, and I'm worried for them. Yes. And that is really the ingredients I'm looking for. Because she had the alcoholism sort yeah. of story. Is yeah. she an alcoholic? Now it's like if you're not an alcoholic, don't apply. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here? Okay, so after you've done sort of the real world, the road rules, and the real world and the road rules combined, where do we move on in your reality history? Uh, there was a brief Bad Girls Club stint. Oh. And then I... Those are the dark years. I had an anxiety attack watching an episode because wow. these girls were just beating up one girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was the jumping. With, that was the one with the twins. Season four. Um, uh, it was like Amber and Amber and Amber and... Oh, my God. There were a lot of Ambers. <laughs> but they were, they were like fighting... And they were just stomping out one girl like she was on fire, but Ugh. she wasn't. Yeah. They just hated her. So upsetting. And I like felt sick to my stomach and was like, I'm out on Bad Girls Club. So do you know that show went like another five seasons? And I they, know. They tried to clean it up. And the way they did is they brought in like a social worker. <laughs> this is what they do. I thought she was like a therapist. Something. Well, whenever a show would like reaches peak trash and like people are like, okay, we loved all this trash, but now we're, we're at the threshold and we will now start writing letters in and saying we hate this show. They always bring in like a social worker or a therapist and they're like, no, 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 you don't get it. The show is so these people could get better. That's why they're in the house. No, to, it's not. Because initially that yeah. show was like, what is the show? It's like, we're the baddest bitches in the world. That's it. It's like, uh, <laughs> and then there becomes the show within the show, which is what I liked, which was like the replacements thing where it was like, it will beat you up until you leave. And then when you leave those people, like who can stay here the longest? Yeah. And it's like, that wasn't part of the rules, but all it's of a sudden. It's almost as if they're competing for money. Yes. But they're not. It turns into like, Lord of the Flies. Who can stay in the house the longest? So I enjoyed that Oh, yeah, they never too. got anything. They, no. they don't win they, anything. They don't win anything. There's no rules. They did nothing. Yeah. They had no job. It was, they didn't. It was the real world. <laughs> they tried to do the real world, but it was like, what if the bad, what if it was filled with pucks? You know what I mean? But uh, women, you know? Because you couldn't you can have men. And that was on Oxygen. It was on Oxygen. The, which at the time was still like a, like a ladies first yes. network. Yes, yep. Imagine um, if it was a house full of men though. Like the bad boys club. They would just beat each other to death. Yeah. It would be There'd bad. Be a lot of fights. Or they wouldn't, they would just hang out. The, the other thing is it's like, just they, play they, cards. They, they're, they would, men are sometimes too dumb to realize that they have to make storylines for themselves on mm. television. 
Um, and th- these women were new that it's like, I got to come in the house, make my mark and be that person. Now everybody knows that if you ca- cast on these shows. But yeah. so Bad Girls Club was season four, the one with the um, there was one character that would just keep coming back. Um, and she and her tagline was, I run L.A. She was also that on other was she, season four. She like makes uh, yeah. appearances on other reality shows mm-hmm. and was almost like. One of the first to like get famous on Instagram by using her reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she dated like basketball right. players. Right. She dated basketball players and stuff. I watched that season too. Yeah, that was brutal. I, st- I didn't finish that one. <laughs> you know what? I feel like whenever we talk to actual reality TV heads, Bad Girls Club always comes up in their history. But if you talk to regular civilians who aren't in deep, they don't even really know what the show is. They've never heard of it. When we met, that I was I was in my Bad Girls Club. Yeah, and, and you got me in it. And you looked he at me. He brought me into the club. Oh, when, no. This was before Ashley liked reality. And when she saw what I was watching on TV, like Ashley was like, had to like call, write letters to her parents <laughs> trying to figure was, out whether or not she's making mistakes. Yeah. I was like, am I falling for a guy that wants to watch women fight? Like, what yeah. is this? And you did. Turns uh, out I want to watch him fight too. <laughs> So, but like, I want to watch them fight for like the right reasons. The right reasons. And there were no reasons in Bad Girls. Yeah. So we move off of Bad Girls Club. Where where are we at at this point? So from Bad Girls Club, I think shortly thereafter, I dipped into the Housewives. Okay, and you're and I felt like that was a better. If you're watching people fight and argue, that I think is the best way to. Only watch that. Sure, because at least the bad uh, the uh, bad girls club are there to fight. You, they're they're coming out of obscurity. At least in some of these seasons, in my opinion, of the housewives, there is like a we have integrity. The reason we're chosen for this is because we are upper society in whatever town right. we live in. Yeah, and they've lived a, most of them, with the exception of like Tinsley from New York. I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, they've lived a life. Yeah, yeah. So they have every right to like hate each other, right. fight, have drama. They've they've had some life experience. Watching 22-year-olds tear each other apart when it, that's the whole purpose, I'm not into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give them 10 I more, agree. 20 more Housewives years. Housewives have something to defend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, I, I feel like um, the editing of that show, the just producing of it, the build, they know how to build a season around story arcs. Like, yeah. tell me one story arc on Bad Girls Club besides like when she comes in, turn the lights off, and we'll all jump her. It's like that's <laughs> like would be, and that'd be like a two parter, you know. So yeah. at least it's like okay, we're fine. You know, so and so has a cookbook. So and so also is trying to have a cookbook, and right. now there's two competing cookbooks, and then they're gonna eventually fight over that at the that's great. at the christening. Yes. You know what I mean? So so to me, that's a nice build. Um, I have a question because yes. we, are, I guess, technically timeline wise, we've passed this, and I, and I'm wondering. I, I feel like maybe you've done you dipped into this, but because this was big for me, celebrity on VH1, Flav of um, Flav, and your surreal life, Rock of Love, your Rock of Loves, your I, real chances. I was, I was surreal life. Whatever, however many seasons of that, mm-hmm. I was all of those. Right. I was flavor of love. I was I love New York. Yep, because mm. she's incredible, the incredible. best. Yeah, what yeah. is she doing now? She's, she's she still does making a lot stuff. of stuff. She's got her. But I can watch. Yes. Yeah, she has a web series. It's pretty cool. VH1, check out her their YouTube account. And okay. VH1 does a really good job of putting stuff up online where it's extra content that actually. And I believe she's got her own series on there because mm. they've been she working does. with her like nonstop since then. 
Because if you go she on some of these people, right? You go on some of these like strange, um, uh, like like I'll flip around on some of these strange apps on Roku, and you realize she had like four more reality series, like where she's got a job. Really? Like, yeah, it's like her trying out different jobs every week. And like, is she still going by New York or is Tiffany? She's Porter going by or whatever. Her she's name going is. by New York, but I think probably they call her Tiffany on the VH1 series. I haven't actually watched any of it, but um, yeah, she's there. Go and check okay. it out. And she, and her and her mother had like a show at one point. That's right. Because she kind of became a star yep. during the Flav season. She was like, she was not into the relationship. No, no, no. Mm. Which I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's under it's understandable. Uh, there's 40 other women in this house. <laughs> I mean, I was a hoops fan. Uh, hoops was great. Ho- hoops was called, which I believe became when I got on Basketball Wives. Which I one believe. was Hoops? Hoops was like came in second place on on Flavor of Love. Okay, one, she I played think. basketball. Yes. <laughs> The best was the naming ceremony. Uh, you play basketball. I'm calling you basketball. Can't do that. All right, hoops. All right, good. What a great um, show. So good. Um, which obviously was spun off of Strange Love uh, with Brigitte Nielsen because right, 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 they right, met right. on The Surreal Life. Right. I mean, if you look at the web, uh, uh, it gets it gets fun and tricky. Okay, so you I did a little get of into, that. I want to get into. I want to get into current shows. Okay, let's can we ta- jump right in? Let's jump in. Did you do Survivor? Is what I'm. Was it, what I, I did was season. One and two of Survivor, and then I was like, "All right, I get it." Me too. And what's the favorite Real Housewives? Uh, if you have to pick a franchise, I only do Atlanta and New York. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> you look troubled. That's a really <laughs> tough question because they're both so good. Yeah. And when, when like, it's hard to say because right now it's Atlanta, and I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But it's also exactly what happened on New York a season ago. Right. New York let me down this season. Um, I'm almost done with New York a little bit. Um, Well, there's going to be no Bethany this next season, so I'm out. It's like the B was back, she was gone, the B is back, and now she's out again. And I I just don't know. I'm I'm actually back on a New Jersey train. I've never got on to New Jersey because it it seemed too angry. It's so Mm. angry. It's so depressing. But I'm from New Jersey. Uh, Those are his people. I know these people. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I just know them. I've only seen the table tossing. Oh, the table tossing so good. Honestly, if you want, like, if you ever have, I don't know, another year left to live and you only want to watch television, go ahead and throw on the first three seasons of that show. It's it's like... Is it uh, in HD? No. The aspect ratio uh, is going to be fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done watches. I've, I've gone from the, from the beginning and it's always fun when you're on Hulu and you're watching the first three seasons, and then all of a sudden the fourth season, you're like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but, and then it dips really bad, and now w- once um, her husband, she goes to jail and her husband goes to jail. But be- at different times. At different times, two different seasons, plus a mini season of her of her, her husband just taking care of her kids in while she's in jail. And they're still married? They're sort of married. He's getting he's deported. He's getting deported. He's getting yeah. deported. He's he spent like he's six out. months in an ICE uh, wow. facility because he's not a. Uh, did they record citizen. that or no? No, but they, they did do a very strange this, interview. That's what this season is about: is him in the ICE facility and their kids calling him up and him being like, "This play." It's honestly, you would consider this Joe Judice to probably be the biggest Trump fan in the world. Like these, like um, hardcore sort of Italian dads in Jersey, they're like. Republicans, they like Trump. That's how it is. Even though it's a blue state, there's a lot of red townships and counties. It's weird. So um, this is a great, uh, like, sort of um, 
to turn people who are Trump fans into going, oh, Joe Judice is talking about how horrible the facilities. He was in a federal prison for three years, and it was like a cakewalk uh, compared to where he's spending his time in these ice. And he's Jesus. on the phone being like, I can't shower. They won't let me do anything. There's no way I'm going to be able to flip this. I'm definitely going to get deported. Let me out of here. Let me out of here on the phone. And you're like, oh, this like half a mobster, you know, Republican mobster asshole guy. He's clearly not going to be a Trump fan after this. Oh, like, I'm going to watch the show. It's interesting. <laughs> Just the season is is interesting enough. I would start with the Watch What Happens Live interview with Teresa and Joe that happened to promote this upcoming season. It's like okay. incredible drama Done. And, and great. I'm a I'm a big Andy Cohen guy. I love Andy. He's so the best. Much. He's, He's so, so good. great. He's the best in the business. He really um, is. He, I, I watched. Uh, we watched a little bit of his uh, New Year's Eve with him and Anderson Cooper. He's so delightful. It, the both of them together, they're adorable. They're actual they're friends. Fun. They're actually friends. They're like they're doing little jokes on each other that are spilling secrets. Like yeah. we learned that a- Anderson Cooper was born rich. Yeah, we did not know that. Yeah. He's part mm. of the witch family. He's part of the um the 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 von Trapps. Oh, the oh yeah, the yeah. Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt yes. family, and oh. then yeah, and then Andy was just like giving them, just giving them grief giving about them grief growing about up with maids, and um, it was it was <laughs> super it was fun. Uh, okay, let's jump to current times. Yes, uh, Ash, okay. what, what what do you have? I want to know all about Love Island because I know that okay. you are into it. And then Nick and I, we put our toes in. We watched a couple of eps. Um, first season Britain. First okay, season. first season is rough. Okay, yeah, we got we were a little bored by it. First yeah. season is rough. There's also a shitload of cigarette smoking. So yeah. much. They love to smoke. Those Everyone cigarettes. smoked. Uh, the people, the people, and it was an HD show, but they didn't look like they were in HD. They looked like <laughs> old. Um, Are there were there surviving cast members from the first season? Was like Kaylee on the first season or something? No, we watched Kaylee's um, Ex on the Beach. Right, right. We did not watch a Love Island with Kaylee. Um, okay, so season one, not the best representation of the show. I started on season four because that was the one that started when I first started watching it. Right, and I thought it was a perfect show. And then I went back to season one. And was like, oh, now I so season three is probably where I would start watching the show okay. if I wanted to watch an actually good show that wasn't like I don't know. No one is everyone on the show is a bad person, right? Right. But um, I think it's the the gender equity is better balanced. Like the first season, I think what the men picked the girls first. Yes, yes. that so they, awkward. They cut it that out after so season one. Okay. Awkward. What about the host who's like talking to the live audience? That they seems... got rid of the live audience okay. after season one. Great, because that was because um, they were trying to big. They were trying to big brother it basically. Yeah. Right. And they fixed both those things in season two, and then it was women picking the guys. So the the women step forward and if the guy's like, oh, right. she likes me, whatever. So they flipped that and that was better. And the show pretty much ran the same. And then season three is when it really hit its stride because they added, in addition to the regular stuff, they added the Casa Amor. Okay, mm. explain this to me because I've heard rumors yes. and um, I'm okay. really interested into this concept. Okay, so two to three weeks into the show, which is 20 five episodes into the show, uh, <laughs> they take the men or the women away for a week. And they go to another villa with a whole other group of men or women. Wow. So you wow. might have been in a couple. 
you might have been in what you thought was a like a good relish. Yeah. And meanwhile, your former significant other is now hooking up with some other dude or lady wow. that you don't even know. So there's a dash of Temptation Island. Right. So <laughs> while you're while everybody else is in the regular villa, they bring in some new women or men to that villa and they do all these like games where you're competing against the other villa but you can't see but they're like sexy games so you're like wait a minute the other house just won that sexy game they were doing the same sexy stuff as us i'm mad now <laughs> wait what is an example of a sexy game i don't know like suck and blow like dumb oh, stuff okay. like, or like a quick um uh they have to do like a quick charades thing, but it's like sex positions. Oh, okay. And the team to do it fastest wins. And then you find out, wait, the other team did those sexy positions faster? Uh. That means my boo is like with a new boo. And it's there's no so way good. to communicate. No way to communicate. But because it's a great show, they'll send like a tablet every now and again of like out of context videos uh. of people talking or... Temptation Island stuff. either yeah. ripped this off or it ripped vice off versa Temptation because Island. that's their whole thing. That's is the bonfire. bonfire ceremony. Do you watch Tempt? I don't. Okay, Ooh. super easy to catch up on because you only need to watch the USA version. Um, and there's which, only been two and seasons. There's been two oh. seasons, yeah. and it is our favorite show. It's Nick's favorite. My favorite show of the year. <laughs> really? Because of better than the challenge? Yes, better what? than the challenge. What? You don't mean that? I mean, I'm so inundated. They've done so many challenges this year. It's just like I'm, I'm ready. I like the challenge now that they've brought in the Brits. Uh, but oh, for yeah. a while, I was like, "Fucking hell!" Um, but it is my favorite show of all time. Yeah, yeah you, know, you, you have, have to, to take it out of the equation when you talk really, about your favorite. Because we do shows. recaps on it. It's right. like I almost it almost feels like a job. But I, I would, yeah. I would cry if it ever was off the air. Um, Temptation Island is like the new boo. You know what okay. I mean? Like this is so good, but this is what they do. I uh, see. I had no idea that they do this. This on, is great. Oh, yeah. um, they split the um, the couples up immediately, and they put them. It's basically the 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 villa or the. So it's Casa Amor. It's Casa Amor the whole, whole time. Yes. And then what they do is they get the um, the the main couple people just to go to a bonfire ceremony ceremony with Mark L Wahlberg. Um, who you might know him from the Antique Roadshow. Antique Roadshow, oh. <laughs> but there's a there's a difference here. It sounds like Love Island. These couples that they're splitting up, they just met on this show. Yeah, they just met. They okay. were vibing. Yeah. So it's it's new, yeah. and you don't know whether or not it, it's, it's on Temptation really Island. Great. These people have been together for years. Yeah. Oh, they're like for, for some four years reason, in. They did. De- they decide that they want to test their relationship. Like our relationship can handle it, and it never works. Oh, I'm gonna. It's so I'm good. Watching. So good. I'm gonna add that to my queue. It's yeah. so good. Um, okay, but they do this thing where they show clips and it's out of context, mm. and um, one might say that they're fucking with the contestants. Yes. Um, so okay, back to Love Island. How many seasons of the English version has there been? There are five. There, there was an old version forever ago that no one watched, but uh, there are five seasons that have aired. The sixth one starts today. Wow. It will be it'll be the first winter edition because when Love Island comes on, the UK just shuts down. Oh. Right. I was actually there when season five was airing. No one <laughs> is out in the streets. It's like a ghost town every day. Yeah, well, there's their reality stars are like like legit celebrities. Yes. Like they're the culture around reality television in the UK is completely different than here. Yes. It must have something to do with the fact that they don't have 
a tried and true Hollywood, right? So they're the ranking system. I mean, they have the people that work on the BBC, but this is a small group of now. I mean, think about and anyone many, they have comes here and becomes right. like Superman or Spider Man or Batman. <laughs> exactly, and that's starting yeah. to happen with their reality stars, which is why I'm now interested. It's the reason why we went and watched X on the Beach UK mm-hmm. because we got to know Kaylee, we got to know Bear, right? We got to know, you know, we started Georgia. that before we knew Bear, though. We just went. Right. There we for met, Kaylee. We met Bear. We met Bear on, there. On, I believe it was season five UK. Yeah. Uh, and w- so we did an episode where we compared and contrast because we had just seen the first season of X on the Beach US. And we were intrigued by it, but we were like, okay. So we started watching. We watched like crushed like five episodes one afternoon and couldn't believe the differences in the fact of how sex forward. So oh. much sex. So little fighting. Like oh, someone yeah. you'll fight for like a second and then it's just like super sex. But like mm-hmm. Bear. Bears, the intro to Bear was like, I'm going to get all of these women to suck my dick. And it's just yeah. like, wait a minute. We do- <laughs> That's what we do at the end of the episode. Yeah. And it's just shown by security cam. And nobody actually ever says it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and it was with like, a like this, some sort of comedy behind it. And I couldn't believe it. And then he really did. Like he, got, mm-hmm. he went around the house. I love him. I, mean, he, yeah, I think he's, he's a incredible. fantastic He character. is incredible. He's great. So good. So um, you're all caught up on the challenge. Yeah, I'm all caught up and that's actually a lot of why i went to the uk for my reality shows is because once they started bringing all these brits into the challenge i'm like who are these people and where are they coming from yes i need to know i get the big brother people i can watch that i know but what are these uk people favorite 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 uk addition to the challenge who's your top guy and top girl i'm gonna i'm gonna go first i'm gonna say kyle's my top guy even though i do i do love bear but like i will actually root for kyle sometimes i i enjoy watching bear fail i'll say that he's easy to i like him winning and failing kyle i just always root for and i think my favorite gals probably kaylee um, what? Yeah, you don't no. like that? No, no, no. I like Georgia. I'm a, oh, I Georgia, yeah. Love Georgia. I love Georgia. Georgia's my favorite person. I take Did it you back. watch her her uh, MMA fight? Yes. I I I found a way to pirate it, and I was like, this is the best. She's <laughs> yeah. great. Georgia's she's incredible. I've been Georgia's watching her train on Instagram. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And the us. villa that she's in, and mm-hmm. she yeah, she's like living a, the perfect life in some tropical wonderland. She's the best. She's, she's great. great. And she's really good on social media, too. Like, she's, you know, she is herself. She's yes. likable. Yeah, she's likable. And you know who else? Uh, she's always com- commenting on Georgia Steele's Instagram. Like, you're so beautiful. Love you. It's just a bunch of sweet stuff between the Georgias. So did you know from, we'll talk, we're going to talk about this in a second. This sure. is what we're leading up to is the X on the Beach U.S. Season 4 Love on the Peak. Right. Is that what it is? Yeah, um, you got it. Peak, peak of, of Love. Um, was originally billed as Love on the Peak. Oh. And they, um, it should just be X on the peak, but yeah. Yeah. whatever. Um, did you know any of the Brits from like, do you know Callum? And, I and... knew of Callum. Okay. Okay. Did you watch his show Ibiza Weekender or something? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's by the way, the most British sounding. Ibiza uh, Weekender. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I, I've seen, I saw clips of it because I have a UK feed. So I see yes. commercials for it. And okay. I was like, oh, that show looks like a show for me. Yeah. But I knew Georgia. Yeah. And I knew Sam, and I knew their drama heading oh, into right. the house. Because if you watch her season of Love Island, she was all about loyalty. Yeah, that's her catchphrase, yeah. like, right? I'm loyal, babe. Yeah. Like, that is her thing. And what season yet, was she on? She was season four of Love Island. Okay. And they did a reunion, a Christmas holiday reunion episode. It was the wow. best. And they just, 
everybody who wasn't angry got into this house and she was there she got there first and she was like well i hope sam doesn't show up and then he showed up and was like you cheated on me all this stuff and she was like no i didn't but apparently she slid into some dms or something right long story short sam was a good guy on the show yes he was like a good dude and I really do think Georgia did him wrong, but Georgia's also like 22, oh. so who cares? So see, that's what we don't know. Yeah, we don't Nick know who to I, believe. Last night, Nick was like, yeah, we all know that Georgia cheated on Sam. And I was like, I don't, th- I don't think we know that. I don't think that's been proven. She did, and she's just denying it because she was, again, her brand is loyalty, and cheating doesn't align with that. No, it does but not. Sa- and Sam was like, a, he was, he was, a good dude. He was probably the nicest guy on his season. Yeah. Um, and they kind of had a little thing. It's really a shame. It's a shame. So, okay, so since we're here. We have so many questions. L- l- well, you, uh, if you have questions. I have a lot of questions, but I always want to jump around. But you go, since we're here. I was going to go right into um, Let's do it. X on the Beach season yeah. four, US style, well, Love on the Peak. Before we started recording the podcast, Peak he said that the Australia... Um, Love Island was better. Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to know why. Let's put a button in. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll wrap yeah. up Love why Island. Why is Love Island Australia the best version? It... Okay. So the UK shows, yeah, they're, they're sex forward, and the US shows are more like angry people fighting. Yes. Australia is both of those things. Ooh. So it's men that are angrier and willing to fight, it, and they're also willing to have sex way earlier. And they're all liars. <laughs> it's a fabulous show. I need these people to get on the challenge so bad. Yeah. Is um, Dee from Love Island? Dee is not. She's from Geordie Shore. Oh, okay. I think. Or something. I Did you she... watch Geordie Shore? I watched a handful of episodes, but I needed... I eventually got to the point where I didn't need subtitles, and I got worried. Right. <laughs> I was like, these people don't wear coats, and it's the middle of the winter all the time. But um, you were in too deep. I was, I was like, I can't, I cannot do that. It felt bad, girls clubbish. Right, they're just drunk. I need a hook. I need yeah. you to want something. You either you want love or money. So right. did you watch a, the Kyle season of Jersey Shore? I've seen episodes of the Kyle. Who season. is if um, and you watched Jersey Shore? Yes. Okay, so who is Kyle? If you could sort of compare him to one of our characters of the beloved Jersey Shore, who is who is the Kyle? Okay, that's Jordy a great Shore. question. He's not the situation. He's got to be Polly D. He's probably he's not Vinny, and he's not. Yeah, he's Polly D. Yeah, he's Polly D. So he's the who the, doesn't love Polly D. Exactly. Who doesn't love Polly D. And, and so he's kind of the beloved character of yeah. the, the heart and soul of the he's Jordy great. Shore. He's great, and he I like someone who is just being themselves. Yeah, like Johnny is being Johnny, but. The character Johnny, yes, Johnny Turned Bananas, up, sure. right? Yes, Kyle is Kyle. Kyle is Kyle. Are, do we know anybody else that was on Geordie Shore that is now uh, come into our MTV reality? Is um, what about Melissa? Melissa Reeves from the the UFC fighter DJ or, and oh, DJ right. from 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 the challenge a few seasons ago. I don't know what her origin story was. What was Theo's original season? Yeah. Theo was a Love Island guy. Oh, I love Theo. He might... Yeah. I love Theo, he too. He was a yeah. villain on <gasps> was this season. He? What? Yeah, and he actually... I I heard that, and then I was like, all right, I'm watching season three, and I'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> and he was just straight up villain. He no. Was, he was. was. Just playing it wasn't everybody. even how it was edited. He just was that. Sweet he, baby Theo. Sweet baby Theo, because <laughs> he's my favorite person. Yeah, yeah, me too. And his RIP, that eye of his. Dude. Yeah. It might come Christ. back. 
He's not wearing the patch any any Good. longer. I want I, I, I want him back on the challenge really bad. But he's um won me over so much, and then he has this uh, he has an actual girlfriend now. Yes. Also and, from Love Island season oh, four. And they make little comedy videos. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. they yeah. make little sketches on um, Instagram. But yeah, he was on Georgia's season, Georgia Harrison, right? Georgia's right. season of Love Island, and they. I think she was the only person who was actually friends with him. Mm. Like he got kicked out of the house basically for lying all the time. <laughs> so that explains their bond on the challenge. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. And that's season three. That's season three. So which we is, gotta we watch that. I think we season three watch. is probably the best season. Okay, so we're gonna start with season three. I want. Yeah. I wanna okay. See. How do you? How do they justify it being on every every night of the week and that many episodes? How don't they? It, it's, it's my question. <laughs> is there a point in which you're like, I I, I want to get through this, or because there's what no. is there fifty episodes a season? Twenty five. Uh, the first season is like thirty, and then it goes up to like forty, and now it's like fifty eight. Wow, babe, we can't do this. It's no, so you, much. no, you can. <laughs> you can. You just can't do it every day. Right. What I I I watched the last season every day. That's a stupid way to watch it. Mm. Right. Wait till you're hungover on a Saturday morning and watch seven in a row. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Turn your brain off and just go. And we have Hulu without commercials, so we can at least enjoy. And it they put it on Hulu like pretty recent. Like I think the fifth season, all of it was up within a month of it ending. Yeah. And they they'll do like drops, like ten or. Seven or ten at a time. Okay. Okay, so we'll start with season three. We'll start with season three. Do three. It's going to be a project. We, we're getting through, we're ripping through all the Southern charms right now. Um, I want to do Housewives of Atlanta next, though. Yeah, and that's all on Hulu, too. We can do that. We, we got have a, lot a lot to projects. watch. We have a lot to watch. We have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Um, okay. So we talked about it a little bit, but this current season of X on the Beach in US, uh, in the USA, which is Love on the Peak, Peak of Love. Peak of Love. Yeah. Peak of Love. Um, I guess that we're about six episodes in. Um, a little backstory on us. We watched the first two seasons all the way through of the US version. We watched half of the third season. We got desperately bored, tried. And we just dropped. Desperately Couldn't tried to it. stay. But we love Marie. We're a big Marie, Marie household. From, from the challenge of oh, the real Marie's world great. is on yeah. it. She was great. And even Devin, they were the exes. We but felt like that was a lie. I feel like that was produced. Yes. I feel like that was produced. It did not hold us. They I weren't. don't know. I feel like they probably have something that happened with them, but like it wasn't enough to maintain my interest on that dog shit season. One day we're going to get Marie on this show, and yeah. Ashley's in contact with Marie <laughs> we're on the internet. We're going to get to the bottom. And we're going to find Is out she's still in Staten not. Island? She's in Staten Island, and she bounces around Jersey every once in a while. Yeah, every and now and then we'll be like in Asbury Park, and we'll be like, Marie was here yesterday. Yeah, yeah. My mom lives <laughs> right next to Asbury Park. So anyway, um, how do you feel? How are you feeling? Because uh, you're watching this yes, current season. Yes. Do you like the current season? I love it. Yeah. Um, it's weird because now I think I'm watching. I'm watching it mostly because of the UK people. Mm. Yeah, sure. They mm-hmm. they they're just so good at bringing drama and energy, like Callum fighting with Sam. Ugh, I, live I love for stuff Callum. Like that. Yeah, me I too. love him. He's great. Nick didn't until last night, and I I kept being like, "No, you're you just hold on." You're he just seemed like him. a fuck boy. I didn't have any backstory on him. I mean, he's on a show called A Beat the Weekender, <laughs> so I would imagine. Um, and then he had um. Uh, he had that heart to heart with Ledemi. Oh, that was and it great. felt real. He had tears in his eyes. She he also didn't have to do that. Didn't have to do that. Um, it ended up sort of backfiring in a strange way yep. in the last. And it, now it starts to. I'm I'm like I don't know if I like I I like him just a tad bit less than I did after that moment. I mean we can get to that in a second, but 
I was like, okay. And I do feel like for some reason him and Georgia really do like each other. They like, both seem real and genuine. That's so According rare. to Instagram, I, I really buy their relationship. Anyway, uh, you're enjoying this show. Um, tell us what you're what you're liking about uh, this kind of such a first of all, X on the Beach. What a strange hodgepodge of like all of the shows combined. Oh yeah, and then you add the goofiest narrating, uh, shit talking narrator you can on television, and a completely disinterested host. I lo- it's like a brilliant. <laughs> oh my god, I thought that I hated him, and it turns out I love him. Oh, it's, he's he's the best. He has really come into his own this season. Oh my especially. god, For, Romeo. You know what? I realized he doesn't like the heat. He doesn't like sand because when he's on the beach, the first two and the third season, he seems disinterested. He doesn't want to be there. This he's walking out and his, he has fur on. He looks happy. He has such a tiny frame to be have to be topless the whole time i'm sure he's self-conscious about it now he gets to wear like incredible boots a great new jacket every yeah. time you can tell he's kind of he's really it up. lighting up this season and just step up to the pineapple like yes. come on <laughs> sangles. i love the way he says sangles, sangles. step up to the pineapple he's you have some more chips in here you have, you have some chips in your pineapple i yeah. mean that is just <laughs> i mean that's from, that's a throwback to a couple seasons yeah, ago cause... chips in your pineapple um it's just incredible and who knows why he's hosting this because his name is Romeo, I that, guess. That is it. That is the only reason. <laughs> I just love it. Um, did you see when he was on um, uh, Challenge All Stars or whatever? Or? I don't Champs love Champs the versus... Champs versus Stars and the All Star stuff. No, it's it does, cheesy. It's it's not what I want. Well, there was an episode where I think him and uh, was it CT Zach. Him and Zach um, got into a fight, and he just got his bodyguards to come in and like threaten Zach. They didn't get into a fight. <laughs> Zach like took the ball from him in a challenge or something, and he was like, "You did that on purpose to make me look bad." And Zach was like, "We're just playing a game, and I'm trying to get." And then the bodyguards knocked <laughs> and then on all Zach's of a sudden, door. Body, the yeah. bodyguards knock on his door and just like push the cameras out of the yeah. way. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. I love Champs versus Stars. It's I mean, so weird because it's ch- weird. It's not the challenge. You have to approach it knowing it's it's its own thing. They just That's... put him up in a hotel, and then they they play in like the back backyard of the hotel that's the hard part for me is i can't disassociate it from my favorite thing right and i'm like you're not my favorite thing i I wish they would just call it something else all right so let's let's go back um let's go through some of these characters that we have here um uh were you familiar with adore did you watch uh was she from drag race Danny slash Adore. Yes, Danny's from Drag Race. I didn't see that season and i've only seen selected episodes and it's a show i know i like right i just don't watch yes um, but the people I knew going in, I knew who Callum was. I knew Georgia, Marlon, obviously. Marlon, I can't believe Marlon came back into what our lives. Star. Why what isn't star? he on the challenge? I have no idea. If I he's bet not, you he will be. He is. First of all, he's rich. You're jacked out of your brain. He's yeah. a maniac. You get in his face for one second. It does not matter who you are. He goes to a million. And he yeah. screams like he's been screaming all day. <laughs> yes. Like I'm like you're already hoarse and you just <laughs> yes. started screaming. And he's sexy. We'll put it on uh, the I table. Mean, really. He's good looking. And, and everyone's on the table. For I him. know. And everyone's on the table for him. Everybody is attracted to him. Yep. Everybody's attracted to him. He's attracted to everybody. Yes. I love it. It's it's. I love it's it. Incredible. I really hope he he comes back. He has to. He has, he has to. to because he's well, challenge. They really want like athletic people now in the challenge. He would kill it on the yeah. challenge. Him. I still remember. He, he was in a hall brawl. It was like him and what's his name. He just won. CT? No, because he's great and he's annoying. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, him and Jordan were in the same hall brawl. It was like a two-on-two. And they just destroyed the guys they were going up against. How isn't he on that show? I don't know. What is he doing? Has he been on anything else? He's bigger than he's ever been, so he's clearly working out. I mean, is he? I'm just surprised he hasn't been on reality TV yet. 
dating Jemmy? When did that happen? Right. I guess they're both from that part of the country, so maybe they they bump into each other. He he's from Texas, she's from Louisiana, I think, or are they both from Texas? No, she was on the New Orleans season, the second one, but right. she's from like Mississippi. Okay, or so something. she lives in New Orleans now. Yeah. So yeah. they they probably just hang out at the cool club that's right. down there or something. But the like, cool club. It makes sense to him. me that like Jemmy is on this now. Yes. yes. Because I think the last couple seasons she was on the challenge. The show has it's it's now a sport. It's a sport. Right. It's a full blown sport. Yeah, just playing politics is not going to get you to a final. And no. she is a great shit talker, and she knows how to stir up shit. And you got to get her on a shit talking show. Right. Yeah, so she does great interviews. She makes sense on this. Marlon, get on the challenge. I mean, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, I'm glad he's here now on this show yes, for sure. Yes. But yeah, I, I have. I bet you he'll be on the challenge soon. I remember his real world. His real world season because that was like before. That was like right at the end of where the real world. world world kind of um so they started the doing the gimmicks right the gimmicks and it was right before that i think and it was still that thing where Portland, it was I like think. it was like where the whole thing was like okay so we have one black person we have uh five uh uh straight white people and then somebody's gay who's gay and then it was like it's second or third episode like he was just like yeah i like play sports at my college and i don't know i may also like guys as well and everybody's <laughs> like what the black guy is also the gay guy like <laughs> it was, it was like it was incredible and he played it really cool where he was like no no i'm not gay like i just i i just may have had sex with a guy at college like and it was like in like floored everybody yep. it was like the entire season and then he made it on one challenge and that was it he was gone out of our lives, and uh, he's now he back. is back. I can't even believe he's back on MTV. Um, probably my favorite part, what maybe drew me into actually wanting to watch this season to begin with, because that and another Laurel. person that I want to watch, Laurel. Laurel. Out of context, Laurel. Laurel. Wow. What is going on? Nick I is love... like freaked out by She's Laurel on out. this season. I'm getting, t- I'll be like out and about and I get a text from Nick being like, I don't know, man. Laurel's like really weirding me out right now. She um, shouldn't, I don't want to see her this way. No. And, like I like seeing her as a dominant, yes, like alpha woman, just destroying everybody. That's what you want. Yes, Laurel you to want be. Laurel to have power, and you want to watch her use it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now watching her on this show, I'm like, this is not she. When she's like, I hate this yes, show. Yes, I'm like, yeah, you don't don't ever do this again. Don't to do me. this. Don't yeah. do this to yourself. I mean, I don't want to see. I mean, it, it was. I felt she she came off very strange. They're editing it weird because. At first, it looked like everybody liked Laurel, but then when Laurel got kicked off the show, they all came back and cheered. Right. And it was like, what did we miss here? Because, um, first of all, Nicole is like a fucking dickhead. Like, the worst. Straight up dickhead. She's awful. No, Nicole has never been watchable. And the fact that she has made it this far on MTV franchises blows my mind. Did not like her on Skeletons. Didn't like her on The Challenge. Don't like her she on She liked MTV. peanut butter, and that was yeah. interesting. <laughs> uh, her voice and the fact that no one speaks that no. way wherever. I, I've, her sisters don't no one yeah she's a speech like, impediment like I mean, that's not that's not staten island it's not, not staten Brooklyn. Island. it's nowhere um, you speak like no one her loose ponytail okay yeah. <laughs> and it hangs down and it's always it's just like are her bands not tight enough what's going on why won't she put why can't she do a regular pony She frustrates the life out of me i, I hate i hate her fashion choices 
choices. What was she wearing the other day? Oh, a Baja uh, sweater. Oh like the ba- yeah, She's that was, the worst. I, <laughs> I, I used to at least think she was like interesting in the seasons of the challenge. I was like, oh, she's like good at stuff. Yeah. But no, I don't I don't even want to see you. And I don't like what you're doing to Laurel. Totally. You made took Laurel's don't. magic. Yes, totally. You 100% now she's going to come have. on the show and it's like, yes, she's physically dominating, but... I just don't. I, I'm like starting to think that she's spending maybe too much time in Montana or wherever she is. She's yeah. isolated. She's alone. Can I say one good thing about yeah. Nicole? Yeah, go ahead. Wow. Okay, remember that final she was in with Corey and they couldn't count the triangles, oh, and then <laughs> they were like, they thought they were supposed to count the triangles and the signs, so they were like counting the triangle and like an A and stuff, and it was just that's my one good thing. <laughs> okay. I actually, you seem to hate Nicole more than me. I like watching how I can't believe uh that this person is that cold when it comes to um trying getting somebody to fall for them and then immediately dropping them and what she was saying to laurel like get out of here you're ruining my life i don't like you when my ex comes back in that's who i love and i'm going to show you that by loving her in front of you so you like it was just like incredible that's my thing like if you're gonna have her type of personality where you're just gonna cheat on people and be a dick at least be better at like land getting the other person out of there right be like oh it's not you it's me whatever like i'm fucked up like she's just an asshole well i saw something on the internet i saw laurel tweet that she was like notice that whenever i'm having these conversations with nicole i'm doing something i'm making a sandwich i'm talking to someone else i'm folding clothes it's because i'm always doing my own thing and then she comes up to me and is like i want you out of the house i don't love you and she's always like putting these conversations on me basically for camera time that's annoying. It's yeah. really annoying. And it does look that way. She like, walks into a room and then insults her and then leaves. Yeah. Laurel's like always making a sandwich. But it's like if you want to be such a tough girl, go back to the challenge. Yeah. We're uh, really tough. We're tough people live now. Yeah. Yes. That's only for real people. That's a good tagline. Yeah. We're tough, tough people, people live, live now. now. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. That was uh, a wild time. So how do you feel about um, who else are some of the main people that are on our show? Here? So can we all just agree before we move on from Laurel, what bothers us is that she doesn't have power and that um, we feel like she's being made to look like a fool. Is that right? I just don't think Laurel needs to be on a love-centric no, show. No, no. I need to sport- see her doing yes. stuff, having power, being an alpha, making moves. Un- un- and this isn't, she's, she's, this is not, I don't, this isn't my Laurel. You really need, uh, on on shows like this, you need somebody who knows how to put themselves together, like on te- on camera, camera ready in this sort of way. Like hanging out in your challenge shirt, like on a bunk bed, talking, like politicking, like that's fine. All these people are like in a jungle for six months. Like right. Laurel thrives there. These people are getting themselves. I mean, have, have you seen what Ca- Callum looks like every time he's on camera? He has a new coat he's on. Beautiful. Right. You know what I mean? This guy puts himself together. I'm taking note of his pants every single time he's yeah, on there. He looks great. I need a pair of like beige Laurel does pants. Does look a little messy. She doesn't have any makeup on. She doesn't have enough. But she, and she's not applying it correctly. Her lipstick's kind of smeared on her face. She's not wearing scenes. lip liner. She's just wearing Nick lipstick. Nick is upset that she doesn't wear lip liner. It's just <laughs> she, her lip. She needs a fuller lip. I mean, look at Georgia. I mean, yeah. take note of these Brits who are just know what they're doing i mean they look insane okay yes. but here is the argument for laurel which is that even though this is all true and even though it, it hurts us to watch it it's still incredibly watchable it's still yes. way more interesting yeah. than daniel or ryan or any of those people who are like who oh are, wow who even i was are like are, we've moved on to a different show but i'm I, like oh that's right i want to tell you something i told nick this so in that ceremony where laurel gets axed right when she leaves um 
I, I saw this on the internet too. I spent a lot of time on the internet. I saw um, <laughs> someone was saying, I think it was Jimmy was saying that when that happened, all of a sudden Romeo, like, you know, he has an ear mic and he goes, what do you mean she's in my car? Get her out of my car. So it's just funny that <laughs> Laurel like walked into Romeo's car. And that's just something that only Laurel would do. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's what she's bringing and to the show. The best. She, yeah. she is. And then she comes back as that devil thing on the screen. They that all was get great. scared. Yeah. That then, was great. Nicole's like, I told you she was psycho it's like shut up nicole um do you know niall niall oh yeah niall's from love island season four so so i really like niall because he reminds me of like any like anytime like he should be like on the it uh it crowd or something like that like on british like comedy television he actually didn't have a long run on the show either because he now after a couple suicides, they kind of take care of the people on Love Island, allegedly. Is that happening? They, I, there I were two. Know. Wow. Oh, my From God. the same season? No, season two and season three. Wow. I won't uh, tell you who. Okay. Uh, <laughs> surprise. What a fun face you uh, made right there. <laughs> <laughs> if only the podcast listeners could have oh seen that. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> um, no spoilers. But he was on season four, and... One, when If you get too drunk now, they or if you get too drunk or too sad, they pull you now and do like a diagnostic of your like emotions or whatever. They won't say that's why you're off the show, but um, they took they pulled him after two weeks because I guess being in that environment turns people crazy. Right. So they took him out because they allegedly. Was he getting sad or drunk? Um both uh, interesting. but uh, and they edit around it they used to like really lean into the drunk stuff yeah now they don't um they also don't show people smoking as much also people don't smoke as much thank right. god it was it was no one didn't smoke seasons one and two wow. every yeah. single person are you an ex cigarette smoker i mean i smoked for like five or six years but then right. i stopped one day because i was yeah. like oh this is bad yeah. right I have a hard time as an ex-cigarette smoker watching people smoke cigarettes nonstop. Oh, it's terrible. I'm like, yeah. you know you're dying, right? Yeah. Yeah. New York City uh, um, has turned into a place where when pe- when I see people smoking, I take note of it. When it used to be, everybody was smoking outside of bars every night when yeah, I first moved here. it was so here. cool. It was cool. <laughs> and also, you, those like ladies would come around with the cigarette packs at bars, and you'd just have to sign your life away, and you'd get two packs of camels. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that one happened? Oh, my God. Um, what I found the grossest with Love Island when we watched the first parts the first season with the smoking is that they would be like chain smoking and then like deep throating making out with yes. each other and it's like you Ugh. both taste like ashtrays yes it's gro- it was gross they and still smoke on the challenge like ct still smoking on the challenge you see nani smoking every now and then i love nani oh, me yeah, too Nani's i love nani great. so much nani and kaylee have um, uh kayla have moved kayla. in have moved in with they one haven't another. moved in with i think they have i think they're just Wait, hanging out you my... kaylee no, no no kayla from uh, oh, from challenge yeah and, go big uh, go yes. home it go big or go home the worst uh, that I actually didn't watch that season, and that's when I was done. There was that like season a, was really bad, and then bad. the one after that was the last one, which was no, go YouTube big or, go or Facebook or whatever. Oh, no, yes. Atlanta, which was they did on Facebook. Did no, you I'm not try that, that at all? There was one that. between Go Big and Go Home and, and Atlanta. It was the one where Theo, the guy who refused to jump, and TJ read him a riot act on um, Invasion of the Champs. He was from that. And he remember the girl thought she had a British she had a British accent and then everyone learned she wasn't British. That's skeletons. No, that wasn't skeletons. That was Tony's season. Tony was skeletons. Yeah. Kayla was go big or go home. And then this one was something where like I'm telling you, go big or go home was the last season that was on MTV. No. 
You're so you're wrong. I'm telling you. I'm so what? You're gonna be going. Go you're so asshole. wrong. You're such an. There's idiot. a way to find out. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Pause. All right, fine. You were right. Yay! It was bad blood. I was right. Blood. I was right. So bad it was blood. skeletons go big or go home. Bad blood. Yes, yes. Then they took it to Facebook. But do you remember when it was? I think it was Theo, Corey, Jenna, and there was I don't remember the um, the female contestant that Jenna was up against. But it was Invasion of the Champs. TJ took them to that like hollowed out thing in the on a mountaintop, and they had to bungee jump. Yes. And then Theo oh, would yeah. not bungee jump, and then they lowered him down slowly. For that right. shot. Oh, and he had that horrible storyline. Yes, where, where he like was a somebody framed him. His cousin. His cousin framed. He was a division him. one. He was like a D one athlete. Yeah. yeah. And he got framed for something, and yeah. then he lost his scholarship, and then got embarrassed on, on the challenge, the challenge <laughs> and so. never to be seen again. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, would have never done that. Would have never jumped to hold the balls in your hands and. You jump. wouldn't do it. No, really? I wouldn't have done that. They've done scarier things. Yeah. This one was really scary because a lot could go wrong. At least you're over water normally. This was like in a canyon. Yeah, you would die if it broke. Right. Yeah. You there's no way to anything. live it. And you could die in many it. ways if it just if you hit the wall and smashed your face or if the cord snapped. Yeah, he just went up there and he was like, no. Not doing that. I'm not going to do it. Um, all right. So uh, it's interesting that Niall really didn't have that much of a reality presence. No, he didn't. He, um, he re- and at the time he was out, he was he was a single guy in the villa because a hotter guy came in and stole his girl. Uh-oh. Yeah. So he was a single guy, and he was just kind of bumming around, being kind of funny, and then I guess he got too drunk and went crazy. And now, him looking him. for bugs, is that a thing that he was doing on uh, Love Island? No, but he was like the goofy guy. Right. He, I like He him. had a lot of energy, and he was just kind of bouncing around all the time, and then you turn it on the next episode, and he's gone, and they don't mention why. Wow. Mm. Okay, so how about the one that he is kind of shacking up with or not at this point? What's Allie. her name? Allie, Allie from the Naked Brothers yeah. band. Yeah, that's a strange pull. What is also, that? though, she was also a single on Temptation Island season one. Oh, yeah, interesting. And they never mentioned that at she, all. She, I think they mentioned it right at the beginning. At the beginning, which yeah. I don't know why they're not using that as her credit. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're not trying to like you give don't... that show love well, when it's... Viacom versus what something That's else. That's NBC Universal yes, yes, or something, yes, possibly. Also, you don't get that much attention. Like you don't, you're not really your star is not made if okay. you're a single on Temptation Island. Um, but I will say that she's boring. Oh, she is. There's n- there's nothing there except for the fact that Nick likes her. <laughs> like she's I, just I, like a cute nothing. I thought she yeah. was a cute nothing. That's what you All think. Right? But you listen, think she's cute. No, Ashley likes. When we play a game, like who would your three people be? Um, and then I I threw her in my first draft, not in my second draft. And Ashley's been holding it against me for two days. Listen, I get guys. It. I <laughs> um, get it. So, and also, she was a Disney star. You know, that's fun. She's one of those people who gets points just for being cute. And She's I don't think you cute. get points for that. You got to have a personality. Has no personality. Here's what I'm not too sure about. Two things. Number one, she's all in a Nile, all in a Nile, all in a Nile. They get locked out of that little villa area. They go inside. She hates them. She, Nile's a child. Why won't you commit to me? And now they're like in a fight. They don't show us what happened, nope. why, or anything. 
following episode, which I believe was the previous episode when they do the flippy floppy, yeah. where everybody gets to vote, and now the original people um, are up for grabs, she gets like 55 votes, and nobody explains why. They all liked her, and nobody explains why. Yeah, we don't know why. I mean, there's that scene with Tyranny being like, I love myself, you don't love yourself, I don't think you should be here right. if you don't love yourself. She stole, or cuddle buddied, Nick uh, is doing quotation you know, marks. You know, Niall from Tyranny, but I'm not saying, it's like, I, I guess she would vote for her but why is, is was it split between yeah why did Adora say i like ali but i'm gonna vote for her sorry yes like i they didn't, well they i think didn't give tyranny us and ali are like super tight and or no or, tyranny and adore right. and if you lademi that would bring in lademi and georgia georgia and Cow. jack with two k's or is it Zach with two k's jack jack, jack with two k's so Callum, there's a, yeah. that's probably all the votes right there sure I mean, but I just kind of felt I felt bad for her a little bit because I was like, oh, yeah, now she's going to get thrown off. And, uh, you know, but luckily it was that Daniel gentleman. Holy. What is that? Uh, Why did he like I get you want to have a goofy guy on the show, but he brought nothing to the table. I mean, at all. I don't even like his ex. No, his ex is boring as well. Super boring. I don't know why these people are on TV. Um, Do you watch (laughs) Bachelor and Bachelorette? I'm not. I no. Thank God. We don't either. Yeah, we're we're not in. Kids at work will constantly ask me, like, did you see The Bachelor last night? I'm like, we've gone over this a hundred times. I don't watch The Bachelor. I only watch Love Island, The Challenge, Real World, Naked Attraction, uh, X on the Beach, every other show Wait, but can that. we say that you, because you said kids at work. Can we say you're a teacher? I'm a guidance counselor. Okay, you're yeah. a guidance counselor. Okay, yeah. on the pod. And I love that they're asking you if you're watching The Bachelor. Oh, they, they, they know me. <laughs> it's like they've seen me at work watching Love Island. Wow. At work. Wow. <laughs> you got to get and it in. Uh, when it's June, I'm done. I yeah. don't care anymore. So are they. Yeah. You know, everyone's checked out. So I'll, I'll sit with like some of my favorite kids. I'm like, you guys want to watch this? And they're like, I don't understand any of these British people. I'm like, no, just trust me. <laughs> just trust. Give, it, give it time. Um, who are other people we could uh, chat about here? On well, okay. Show? So I think we all agree that Daniel's a dud, that he's robotic. He's He makes me uncomfortable. He's not good for television. No. Well, I thought he was going to be because in the very beginning he got in that thing with Callum and I was like, oh, that's what your role is here. Right. You're a shit stirrer. I did like that he called out Callum's uh, big British fake teeth, which is such a great thing about them over there is they get these fake teeth oh. and they are just like beyond pearly white and the biggest chompers you'd ever see. The what? If you go down the Love Island rabbit hole, you'll just see nothing but that. Because it's like 40 (laughs) people over the course of the seasons, about 40 different people on the show. The teeth, so fake. The lips, unbelievable. Uh, One woman on season four who is like objectively very attractive got like a hundred thousand dollars of work done. She's unrecognizable from what she used to look like. She did a Heidi Montag? Yeah, it's great. They insane. all do that, and it and no one cares. Yeah, it's that is seems to be the culturally accepted thing over there. Is like we want we want to see your work. Yeah, you know, show your work. Um, Put your we, money on your face. Yeah, don't hide it. Yeah, they'll be like twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Um, Next character up is Ryan, who everyone on the internet calls either a PA or a film, um, a camera guy. <laughs> he looks like. Did you guys watch Unreal, the reality, the show about a yes. reality show? Yeah, I did, he I didn't looks watch like it. the white guy on that. From season one? 
like he was he used to, he was the camera guy yes, on that. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, yes. He looks like the camera guy from Unreal, a yes. show, a scripted show about an unscripted. And show. And he was on uh, American, American Idol, Idol, and apparently he won. Did he? No. Why aren't they saying he's an American Idol winner? <laughs> <laughs> they keep saying he's from American Idol. Uh, I mean, that's uh, couldn't. I have no idea. And then he's got a uh, Magdalena who Who's just showed very up. Attractive. She's very, very attractive. We all agree in this house that she's very clearly attractive. on the show. Doesn't really like the guy. Clearly wants to be on these shows. You think so? I think I think so. she likes him. Nah, I don't think What's so. What's to like? I really him and Daniel. What that was his name, right? Yeah, Daniel. How and did Ryan. they get on? This is a season full of nothing but personalities. Yes. Right. I don't understand how they snuck in. Daniel is a psychopath, so I think his lack of personality is a hundred percent due to some sort of um, like mental deformation. And I will say that, yeah, his I he agree. seems to lack empathy. He seems to lack an ability to com- like make a connection with people. Ryan, on the other hand, just seems kind of shy. Like I feel like this last episode when they brought his ex on I started to see him a little bit more and I was like oh I could warm up to you so if he had more camera time he might be likable I possibly but this was also the first episode where I like watched the show but also fucked around on my phone yeah because he is boring yeah he he brought nothing to the table I was like there's no drama in the storyline I'm gonna look at Instagram I mean hopefully Marlon tries to hook up with her and then (laughs) that will bring looks like him and LaDemi are gonna be a thing again they they need to be I don't just be they blew up at each other for almost no reason and there was no closure they're they both they're very attractive, and I think they'd make a great couple. They're they they may be the most attractive people in the house if you're into a, like r- like big tits and big muscles. Yeah, because wow, classically attractive. Um, yeah. So I think that uh, Ryan is lucky they brought Magdalena in because he would have his ass should have been voted off. It seems like they like him. They had that the lumberjack party that he they let him host. So the producers must like him. Uh, oh, or did you mean the cast? He's probably like a cool him? enough guy. I but. guess he's chill. But you know the thing is with this show is if you don't get in a, a relationship in the house within the first one or two episodes they will not bring an ex in because they need to break you up. Right. So, like, that's the thing. They're waiting to see, okay, now's the time. Bring in Callum's ex. Like, you know, if you don't get involved, then all of a sudden they're not going to bring another idiot in so that there's two people who don't really have any connection in right. the house. So it's like, that's the game. You get in there, you find somebody that's attracted to you, you're attracted, hook up with them, start a relationship, and then they'll start shuffling in people to break you up. And then the season will give you a storyline and then you can continue on this How show. How many episodes is X on the beach. Is it 13? That sounds right. God, I hope it is. I, I hope they so don't. So we're do at the halfway mark. I, yeah, yeah, we're about at the halfway mark. Halfway mark, and we haven't gotten a tyranny X. We nope. haven't gotten who else's X have we not got? Oh, um, it might just be tyranny. There are some people that uh, need some more X's in there, but you know, it's like, I guess Marlon, they brought Jemmy in. Yeah. Um, I can't. I don't even know. There's just so it's a it's a everyone has way. gotten an X in. I think. I think everybody but Tyranny. Yeah, yeah. Tyranny needs something because they are giving her enough, and they're showing that she's striking out and not connecting with anybody. Although this new guy, Sam. Sam. Do you think Sam and Tyranny are actually going to be a thing? I can't read Sam. He doesn't seem like he's he's not a motive. I'm enough. going off of his Love Island performance, and from Love Island, he was like a nice guy. He was in maybe two or three couples, and. Tyranny would track, but I think he's just trying to stay on the show. Got to stay on the show. Sometime. He says he's 26 and he looks 32. Okay. Yeah, he, he, so, looks, he just got a, a record deal. 
Oh, good for Did him. Mm-hmm. I follow him. Is he a, uh, what is he, a pop singer? He's a DJ. Yeah, he's a DJ. Okay. So how do you feel about the Sydney Nicole storyline? Do you believe it? Because I do no. not. It seems so produced. Well, clearly this no, this this person that Nicole has been um, talking about, the original Ashley. ex, Ashley, is showing up in a hot tub next week. Which I thought, I saw someone on the internet say, and I don't know, I didn't like look, um, I've been burned by the internet recently. I've had some things revealed to me that I, I wish to have kept a secret. So I'm not trace, I'm not tracking things down all the time. But I saw that this might be an Ashley from a, a real world, specifically Explosions. So was there an Ashley, Ashley on explosions? explosions? Not Ashley Mitchell, but a different Ashley. Explosions? What's Ex- that? Explosions. Oh, explosion. Oh, interesting. I can't remember that show. Okay. Explosion had um Actually, wasn't Explosion Co- the first one and Corey the, the had Corey, format? yeah, and Ashley that, Mitchell, but I, there was there another Ashley on there? I that can't wasn't. remember. Millionaire Mitchell. Uh, who knows? Who like you only won a million dollars. You're not a millionaire anymore. <laughs> you. Do you hate that? I hate her so much. You uh, hate her? Ashley Brooke Roberts loves Ashley. Love she her. bothers me. I love her. <laughs> because it doesn't matter what the argument is, she's gonna say I'm a millionaire. Yeah. And I don't like that you're not. You're, yeah. You you can you she used to be good. She might be though. She, she could have invested Some well. Good investments, you're yeah. right. But she used to be better at like coming at people and now she's just like I'm a millionaire yeah I like her I like the first time she said it on War of the World season one when Theo said that she sounded like Eminem's mom and she threw down <laughs> in the house and was like I'm gonna fucking pick you and lose because I'm a fucking millionaire the first and that was the first time she did it and I was like oh shit this is incredible yeah, that was and awesome. now ever since she ever every time she's done that afterwards it has gotten a little bit more sad right. it's not as fun um, that was incredible when she did that to Theo and Theo was like fuck and he was like <laughs> like legitimately scared because oh, she was that was amazing i i really like ashley but i'm troubled because i haven't seen her original season which i've been told she um is not she's a pretty how do you say it um disgusting character oh she's like i can buy and sell you she's so classic so i don't want to see do you remember that she like goes she's like i'm going to san francisco and just like off the show for like three episodes she just like leaves production and then they go to san francisco to like hang out with her (laughs) and then they she ditches them for her real friends and then looks at Corey and says that i'll buy and sell i can buy and sell you um and it was just like let's vote her out of here and they like it was like the last person ever get voted off a real world and they hadn't done it in like 20 seasons she, it was she was great tv but i yes. also that was seven or eight years ago and i've seen zero growth and now you're like maybe 30 yeah um yeah she is just like a real she's terrifying on television like i oh, would yeah. never want to actually be her friend i mean if we didn't have ashley though we would never have hunter looking for his shoes where's my That's tennis true. shoes <laughs> give me my tennis shoes where are my shoes at? i mean her taking the money from from hunter was gold television it was the to best me. i also um, don't like hunter yeah, yeah hunter i don't like hunter is, either he's like every boy you didn't like growing up yeah he's my least favorite of the young bucks i enjoyed the yeah. one season I, what was nelson's it? my favorite I, nelson's nelson the best. is the best he's but so dumb he's, and so he's so sweet he's yeah. so sweet and I, nelson is this is a spoiler per- nelson is particularly good hold on one second let's talk uh, nelson is particularly good when his friends are there so yep. i like hunter only if he's there with nelson because it makes nelson right. more fun right. same with Corey. Um and go ahead say what you're gonna say. Is it a spoiler if I say who's gonna be on? Uh, no, I think it's public um, knowledge. You know we got Nelson back. 
Oh yes, we got Nelson yeah. back. And I try. I try to avoid those blogs about the current season because sometimes they just drop like, "Oh, this person got kicked exactly. off." Exactly. Right. I don't even. And you're like, "How dare you?" Like I knew the turbo stuff because I was I went too deep into a blog and then it was like spoilers and I was like, "Oh, but I want to know." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I knew turbo was getting kicked off before the season even started. Where do you uh, fall on the turbo controversy? Are we not allowed to laugh at the fact that he says "pussy chicken"? I think it's <laughs> like. I don't, I'm uncomfortable by how we respond to, I'm like, this guy doesn't have a grasp on this language. Yeah. And we're kind of laughing at We're laughing at him. Yes. He doesn't get what we're saying. He doesn't get it. And Um, it it just seems, and everybody- You cannot copy my walk. Right. And everyone (laughs) in that alliance who, I'm like, if you didn't know Ashley, which is Mm -hmm. why I hate you as a person, right? if you didn't know that he was going to explode- you're a liar. Yes. You're lying. You knew that that would happen. So you're basically manipulating somebody mm-hmm. who doesn't understand stuff. You're pr- you're That's not nice. you're tricking the foreign foreign exchange student yeah. um, into uh, like having a spasm. Super funny in, in an '80s movie. Yes. Yeah, super not funny. Great now. <laughs> yeah. Donald Duck Dong or whatever. Right. Uh, Long not, Duck Dong. Not cool now. I don't um, like it. Yeah. I love him though. He's great. Um, and he was such a great addition to that first. Uh, oh War yeah. Of the world. And I want him back on the show. Yeah. If he doesn't beat up producers. And also, if he doesn't become a super big movie star in Bulgaria or wherever he's in that movie. I love that, that dude. Thing, I love his relationship with Nani. Nani. He got her new teeth. He, he, yep. Nani went to Turkey, got new teeth. Yeah. Um, incredible. Listen, we, we, we're going on and on and on. We've, we've talked for a long time. Why don't we say our final, uh, if you have a final couple of things you want to ask or or talk about, and then we could wrap this Let's up. say, I think, I, what I want to say is my hopes for this peak of love. The Go for it. Love on the peak. I would like to, um, I, I was finding Georgia and Callum's relationship incredibly watchable and endearing. Like, I feel like these shows need some sort of a heart, and I feel like they were really being the heart. And then Adore and Ladimi are just giving such great interviews. Oh, they're great. They're so good. And they make me want to watch whatever show they were on prior. Um, but so my hope is that the Lador and Demi, uh, Ador and Ladimi, that their interviews continue and that we get to see a little bit more of them love wise. So I'm very excited about right. this Marlon, um, possibility. And then I'd like to see, I, I don't want to be upset with Callum. So I'd like Callum and Georgia to get right back into their cutesiness and be on my good graces and not be punching walls. Yeah, the punching walls. That was such a baby thing to do. Yeah, not cool. I, I do love the Adore, Lademi. I love I think they're both just great characters. I would also like to see love actually happen for right. both of them. Or just or drama that they're that is related to love. Yeah. Um while they're great on the show, it seems like they're kind of like the Waldorf and Statler just talking about yes. all the other shit that's happening. I want stuff to happen to them. It, it looks as though like a door and Ledemi's ex yeah. are cuddling up in the house and they have yeah. a relationship. Up, but they're not they haven't showed it to us. A door tweeted all. about it. Um Ooh. so I'm wondering if it was just boring and just too normal for right. the show and not drama filled and uh, you know, but yes, Ledemi, I don't think we can, I th- we'll probably see Ledemi somewhere else, but she was a social media influencer. That's yeah. how we got her. Um, oh, she didn't have a show prior? No, that's nope. what her, her tag oh, is. Oh, wow. She's got to be on another show. She's great. Um, she gives great interviews. Um, yeah, I, I'm just hoping that, uh, I want to see Nicole get a, some comeuppance. So uh, in this next episode, it yeah. seems like it's going to be a Nicole situation. I just want people to turn on her in the house and for, for her to feel shitty 
for a little bit because I kind of feel like she feels like she's wielding so much power in the house. And it's that, you know, it kind of feels like when I'm watching the challenge and I feel like the the team I like doesn't have the numbers and there's nothing I can do. So about all it. of last season, all of last season, <laughs> you so, want to see her get hers. I just a little bit, you know, and I don't hate her that much. I just feel like she treated Laurel, who is one of my beloved characters. Yeah. On the challenge Laurel, many, many Laurel years. feels untouchable. And she got touched. She got touched. She got touched up. Yeah, and and also just I don't know. She just she doesn't. She's not a cool person. She I don't get why people like her. I'm like, are they editing it to look like she's got all this power because she's like barking at Marlin for just having a conversation with yes, Laurel? What is going on there? Like, what is wrong what are you with doing? you? Yeah. But then in the next episode, Marlin's cool with her. I'm I like, know. Yeah. What am I missing? She's it's... not funny. Okay, no. you can't be that much of a dickhead and not be funny. Yeah. Like Johnny Bananas figured it out a long time ago. He's like, I'm going to be the villain, so I have to be kind of funny. Yes. And then eventually they're going to, like, now Paulie's the villain. Yes. Right. Um, who, yeah, who may not be, I don't think is on this next show. No, but good. We. I need. I needed a break. We, me too. <laughs> need a break. Um, you know what, guys? This was fantastic. Russ, you're such a great guest. You're going to come on again, right? Oh, my God. I, I could do this literally all day. Okay, so we're going to pick some stuff, and maybe Ash and I will go and watch uh, a bunch of Love Island oh, yeah. and then report back to you on this show, and you can tell us Season three. if we're right. Yes. And um, I want you to keep us posted on, on some new shit. What, okay. Whatever the new hotness is, as far as like, it seems like you are our now our, our correspondent as far as like British reality. Yeah. Is. Yes. Congrats. So if Thank we you. if we need <laughs> clarification, we may be calling you up on this podcast. You may have to help us out. Can I also just stuff. quick plug? Yes. Naked Attraction. I don't know how you'll find it. What? It's the best show. Naked. It's attraction? actually not the best show. It's the is second it best show. Naked and Afraid plus Attraction. It's a dating show where one person is trying to find a date. Yeah. That's it. All you get is a date. <laughs> okay. Uh, and six people stand in these pods that gradually <gasps> lift up. I've heard of this. And first you see the junk, <laughs> then you see the torso, <laughs> then you see the face. And every time it raises, you kick someone out because you didn't like their junk or their oh, torso. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then it's they speak. And you're like, oh, that accent's gross. Get out of here. And then when there's two people left, the person who's doing the picking also gets naked. It's the best. Wow. <laughs> and it's so progressive. It started off just like guys looking for girls and vice versa. But now it's Polly. There's old. I just watched an episode today with a 57-year-old woman, breast cancer survivor, just looking for love. Uh, and you're watching all these old dudes' dicks. It's great. Wrinkled, wrinkled penises. Do wrinkled they, penises, Do yes. they show? Um, what are they showing um, as far as like, do we get to see wrinkled penises? You see penises? everything. <gasps> And then they, you can like walk up and they'll say like, can you like grab your stuff and <laughs> no. turn around? It's the best. It's and so there's good. pseudoscience. And my favorite thing is pseudoscience. Yeah. Where there'll be a British person saying 70% of people like a groomed, I don't know, right. eyebrow. Yeah. It's the best. So we watched like a really like G-rated version of this that was on Netflix where like some guy goes out, out on the streets of London with an iPad and just shows like somebody on an iPad and goes, would you date this person? And like a couple sits together and they like kind it's of- called like who's hotter. Yeah. And the whole point hot is- or not is what it is? It's like to determine who's the hot one in the Netflix? couple. Yeah. yeah. And it's, adding it to my list. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll send it to hot you. Hot or not. Um, and it's, uh, they just basically sit there with the iPad and you find out who is the hotter person in the couple 
and whoever the hotter person is gets like a makeover. No, that the like, least hot person gets, gets a, makeover, like a makeover, and then they try again. They're like, okay, would you fuck her this time? And <laughs> yes, like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's pretty. Amazing. And it's like it, it's like made on like a, such a, sh- a shoestring budget. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it, good stuff. Russ, this is great. Um, anything you'd like to plug? No. Oh, yes, there's one thing. Oh, Ru- yeah. <laughs> no. no. no never like mind. I said, no. Nope. I'm good. The third Thursday of every month, Russ and I perform at the same goddamn show. Russ has been doing this show for nine years, okay? This ten. is the 10th, or is it 10 Oh, this years? is the 10th year. We are yeah. in the 10th year at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City. It's called Pig Pile. Uh, I perform stand-up. I host every other month. Russ always performs improv at the end of the show with the great team, Priest and the Beekeeper. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, you remember those guys. Uh, It's a variety show. We have sketch. We have improv. We have stand-up. It's a free show. It's a great show. Third Thursday of the month, 8 p.m. It's my favorite show in New York. As a matter of fact, (laughs) this next Thursday is our our January version. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. A special guest host, Steve O'Brien. It's going to be uh, so much fun please are come you out doing to a that. set i will be there i'll be late uh, to the show okay. me too host. Yeah. you're gonna be late as well Great. yeah i have a junior parent night uh junior parent <laughs> night uh i'm helping produce a television show uh, a game show so we're uh we're gonna be late but um it's still gonna be a great show the show must go on everybody's gonna be there so make sure you are there ashley what do you want to plug um guys check out my podcast it's called reality blows nice. uh it's got a <laughs> patreon now and we want you to subscribe yes go check out our patreon patreon.com forward slash reality blows we are uh, actually going to record our second ever patreon episode for five bucks a month you get two extra episodes of us and a sticker and a sticker and behind the scenes content and behind the scenes content uh bts get with it um also please follow us on instagram at reality blows podcast on twitter at reality blows pod email us at reality blows podcast at gmail.com you can find me on instagram at nick maritato you can find ashley on twitter at ashley b roberts and uh, as always uh, make sure you check the out the junk first before you see the face it's very Mm. important goodbye bye Bye.